Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal, award-winning, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Oh, you did trick me, Heggy. You did bring one. He's found him. <laughs> He's over in France. He must have snuck a few in the carry-on. Yeah, I chucked a four-pack in. Not the carry-on. Can't do it. But um, beautiful. Straight in. Mate, the, they've got the new, the new coffee stout out now. Beautiful. Winter time. You want a stout, but you don't want one of those sneaky 13 percenters and they get pulled over and blow a fucking point nine. <laughs> you want to look after yourself while still having the delicious taste of stout. Heaps normal. Get to heapsnormal.com, chuck in duty free at checkout. Bang! Free shipping around Australia. Get in. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not in the... I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rack can fly now and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How's it going, mate? Mate. Pretty, pretty well. Yeah, bit of a bit of a full on week. I know you're over there cutting vegetables and gardening in France, as you told everyone on the Brisbane live app. Well, yeah, I'm just taking it easy at the moment. Pretty good. Next next couple of apps, next few apps, I reckon I will be here. So hopefully there's not a lag or anything. Pretty good internet, I think. We'll be all right, mate. Well, obviously you've you fled the country after finally finishing your grot tour. Oh yeah, much like cats, it had to come to an end at some point. Yes. And it did in your favourite city to perform comedy, Melbourne. I kind of, like that town's been pretty good to me. I keep I keep Mate, pulling it. It's great. It's been pretty good. Um, did have a couple of walkouts. I think <laughs> everyone who would have come had already come. So I don't know who these people were. But uh, yeah. it went all right. But it was still, yeah, I don't know. I did a few spots as well in Melbourne. And one particular venue I was at, you kind of, Sometimes you follow someone who just catalogues their invisible illnesses and then you get up and trivialize <laughs> the exact same thing and uh, can be galling. So <laughs> people leave. <laughs> I expect nothing less, mate. Well, it's a shame you weren't in uh, – you're not at home it's in Sydney at the minute because I was, I was up. Oh, yeah. I was up in your beautiful – yeah, in your beautiful city there last week. Trotting the planks. Mate, you'll appreciate this. It was for KO, Foxtel, uh, partnership with the oh, yeah. UFC. So they call in the big dogs, right? What'd you do? But in the email, well, I was just up there to be at a function. What uh, my mate Brendan Favola and I were classed as in the email from KO Sports, uh, we got sent an influencer brief. What? What do you do with that? <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? Well, apparently influencers... Influencing is flying up to Sydney, having 12 beers, chatting shit to fighters and flying home. It was a fucking great day. Did anything, did you chat to fighters like in, a, in a, an official capacity on air? Yeah, wasn't even meant to. I was, on, uh, I was in front of a bloody media wall there and with, you're like this, right. Jonathan Brown, ex-Brisbane Lion great. Yeah. Brendan Favola, AFL Carlton and Brisbane player. Yeah. And more importantly, at a piss up, Maddie Johns. Oh, yes. Did you get amongst it with Matty? Having a couple beers with the boys. <laughs> oh, did you? Matty. Yeah. Called Matty. Hard on the T. Matty. Yeah, Matty. Hi, Matty. Not, yeah. not a big bloke. No, he's not that big. No. You could be a bit smaller, turn of the century. 
But I mean, he's he's probably beefed down a bit since playing as well. Yeah. A lot of them go the other way. Except for Fev, yeah. Media commitments and vanity make you go skinny after a career. <laughs> now, Fev's blown out and then he, he did, uh, it's like Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig just took all the money and then. <laughs> yeah. But he had to weigh in at certain times for the contract. So he'd just starve himself a week out. Right. And he said once it was so bad, he was just having black coffee and darts. He was walking around and he, he couldn't see. Oh. <laughs> he called his wife. <laughs> Come and pick me up. I can't see. Fuck. And she said, where are you? And he said, I wish I could tell you. <laughs> oh, man. What? So she had just fallen over. And his, well, his nose started bleeding. It was a, it was a real mess. Got the check, though. Weighed yeah. in. Got it done. Good on him. Cinderella story. But, he can just cut loose, though, can't he? He's on radio. Even though we film that yeah. now, sadly, you don't yeah. have to be. You don't have to look too good for radio, do you? Oh no, that's the worst thing. They put up clips all the time, and I love it. Whatever, get a get amongst the socials. Mm. But I don't. Sometimes they put up video, and people send me messages going, "Man, you look tired." I'm like, "Yeah, it's from six oh one, mate." Yeah, <laughs> you're probably fucking tired too if you were talking at that time. Ugh. It's early. It's fucking early. Um. <laughs> But not the loosest unit I've been around recently. It was my, the, uh, my, my younger son, Max, his little two-year-old birthday party on the weekend. Now, oh, yeah. my other one is it just doesn't like sweet stuff. Never eaten cake, never doesn't care. Maxie, yeah. Maxie's my boy. He went Loves fucking it. hard. He must have fruit had nut. three bits of cake, kept stealing it. Yeah, big block of fruit and nut. Fruit you nut know, with a candle really jammed in it. <laughs> two candles jammed in the top. <laughs> He had about 21 mini sausage rolls and just had a fucking spew in bed at night time. <laughs> right. <laughs> His first excess-related spew. Charlie's never done one and this kid yeah. already. Yeah. Oh, no. Apple has not fallen far from. You've got to sleep him on his side. You get him on his side before bed for that. Oh, mate, he, was, he wouldn't have been able to lay on his back. He was, yeah, right. he was a wreck. <laughs> he went fucking hard at this two-year-old party. It was a good, good time. Stuff. I'll tell you what, though. Last week as well, went to the footy with, uh, again, my mate, because you're not here anymore, Brendan Favola. Jesus Christ, mate. I oh, know. And I'm going again tomorrow. Going to the footy with Fev. With him again? Yep. Why don't you move into his house? Mate, in a box. Free piss. Yep. Scream through a window. Brilliant. Nothing's free. He really gets amongst it, sticks his head out, gives people shit. No, nah, nothing's free, I know. There's a, there's a catch somewhere. Mm. But... uh it must have been a hundred people as we're walking around the ground. Fev, Lush, Fev, Favola, get back to Carlton. Fev, we love you. Fev, Fev, Fev. Yeah. And then I walked past a bloke who I must have played footy with in my juniors who yelled, Crusher. Oh. Fucking bang. That's all I needed. Go. I got one. <laughs> Just two footy players of equal <laughs> equal measure. Yeah. Equal levels of success getting spotted at the G. Equal intellect. Um we should uh, we should welcome our new uh, Patreon patrons. Actually, hopefully, yeah. some of you've been bullied. We're back. This message is from Kelly. To those who make their money from the excess labour of others, or from the stock market or property investment, which is to say, gambling, of these words, which I quote from that famous Aussie philosopher politician. The time has come to say fair's fair, to pay their rent, to pay your share. The time has come. <laughs> a fact's a fact. Your freeloading bum gives something back. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> this uh, this is from Matt. <laughs> Cheers to Jasper the fuckwit oh. for getting me onto mid-flight brawls. All you freeloaders who enjoy the show for free, get a grip. Give these fellas some cash. <laughs> All right, this next one's from Tyler. I don't <laughs> quite understand his message or who he's going after here, but I'm just going to read it out verbatim. Dear Uncle Dan, you're a poof, that is all. <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. He's going after Uncle Dan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is from Simon. To all the freeloading, seat-sniffing, sleep-dribbling, polo shirt-wearing cunts, sling Woo! the MFB boys some coin and grow up. How else will Heggy staff the tools and complete his long-awaited and anticipated manifesto while allowing Cody to buy more blazers for his panel show appearances? <laughs> I don't know who comes off worse there. <laughs> oh, Probably mate, you. definitely me. Oh, 100%. <laughs> you know, having done the project a few times, the running, I'm the, the most poorly dressed man on television. 
you have to blazer up for it? No, I, refu- I refuse. I've just oh. got a shirt with sleeves rolled up. Yeah. <laughs> and Sam taunts Taunton every fucking week. Goes yeah. me about it. <laughs> While he rocks a fucking white tee under a politics blazer like yeah. he's Harry Kuehl. Yeah. I'll jump across. Lucky Waleed's in the way, I'll bash him. <laughs> Waleed and Sarah holding me back. This next message is from Kurt. The scummy freeloaders and their consequences have been a disaster for the human race. They've greatly increased the life expectancy of those of us who live in advanced countries, but they've destabilized society, have made life unfulfilling, have subjected us superior beings to indignities, have led to widespread psychological suffering in the third world to physical suffering as well, and have inflicted severe damage on the natural world. The continued lack of Patreon shillings will worsen the situation. It will certainly subject human beings to greater indignities and inflict greater damage on the natural world. It'll probably lead to greater social disruption and psychological suffering, and it may lead to increased physical suffering even in advanced countries. Pay up, you freeloading cunts. Rip Ted Kaczynski. Straight out of the festo. Yeah, did he, ever, did he ever bring up Patreon? How you should support artists? <laughs> uh, if he was alive now, if he was active now in his shed, I reckon he would. Back with more in a little while. Into, uh, hope you're enjoying the Larrikins episode. It's a fair bit of effort going into mm. this week's one out tomorrow. Um, oh, yeah. Get around that. But if not, you're going to have to hear some abuse. So sucked in. It's rolled in pretty hard. I know there was some last week. More to come this week. Thanks to all of our, yeah, our Patreon members that sent us the abuse over at patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. This is the problem. When we first did it, Heggy, it was only maybe 100 members or something. Now we're over 800. There's a, a lot of anger yeah. to read through. And fuck, they are funny. I mean, eventually, that's all we'll do. It's just read out <laughs> abuse from people to other people, their friends and their wives and, and husbands. I see, I'll be happy with that. It's like if you ever do a gig, ever do like a, a footy club gig. Yeah. I don't like crowd work, but someone will come up to you and go, all right, Matty over there, he's a fuckstick, call him that. Yeah. Jono, he's lazy cunt. Oh, one ball, you know what's happened to him. Yeah. Like they just want to use you as a conduit to For sure. hand out abuse to their mates with abuse they've already heard of, imagine. Yeah. Let's <laughs> go, no one, do it yourself. Go over there and do it yourself. I'm not risking a punch in their head to call someone I don't know one ball fat face. <laughs> Fuck off. It's hard enough. My favourite one, did I tell you a bloke uh, I used to work with, he had a guy at his footy club called Water Feature. Yeah. They called him Water Feature. Fat bloke, tiny dick, and he'd pull his pants down at the footy club and piss, but he didn't have a strong enough stream, so the piss had just, his dick was on his balls. It would just roll over his balls like one of those stone... No, those yes. spherical yeah. water features. I know the one. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not silent because I'm impressed. I'm uh, mortified. Well, he's got some health issues. Obviously, he needs some help. Imagine oh, not man. having a stream strong enough to clear the balls. You should see a doctor. Tell him. Oh, mate, I don't think a footy club is the. Is the time to ask your mates for medical advice. Oh, okay. Although, fuck, maybe now. I haven't played since a Black Dog, Black dog came out. Yeah. <laughs> Black Dog sitting in the change rooms telling them all sorts of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the halftime chat now. All yeah. right, boys, bring it in, bring it in. Got a tough battle, boys. And I don't mean Williamstown. I mean depression, <laughs> yeah? So we've got to get around each other, fight hard, give it 110%, try and get away with the four points. Love it. Love meatheads getting serious. One, two, three, lifeline. One of the best. <laughs> All right. Before we get into the app, each week if we're down the line from uh, one another, you've always got a Zoom background with the fucking grim history. And this is, I believe I've seen this in a documentary before. We're in tunnels yes. where the, the, the fucking walls are skulls. Yeah. We're in uh, the very city I'm in right now. In the, uh, we're in the catacombs. Is this your Airbnb? Yeah, I wish. It'd be cool. <laughs> no, it's, it's where they emptied out the cemeteries due to um, health concerns in the 18th century and put it all underground. Yeah. But uh, decided to make some funny shapes while they're at it. <laughs> Labor was cheap back then. 
Don't sort <laughs> these skulls out into order of size. Make some funny pillars and stuff, will you? <laughs> make, a, make a really sad mosaic, yeah. can you? Oh, it's pretty good. I'm going to get over there next week, I think. Um, We'd better boot on, mate. All right, let's get into the app. Let's do it. Woo! Right on, mate. Uh, they said we'd never make episode 177, but we've done it. Uh, this week we're looking at Air India Flight AI 130, March 10, 2023. Jesus. Air India, this isn't pissing on a woman, is it? They're fucking mad for that for no, a while. they were mad for that. Like, uh, last year, I believe that was. This is London to Mumbai. And uh, while we're down here, a couple of notable deaths from March 2023. Mm. Uh, one from March 10, the exact date of our incident, is uh, David Bottoms, an American poet who, among a long list of accomplishments, was Poet Laureate. A, uh, a Poet Laureate is a poet officially appointed by a government or or, you know, institution, typically expected to compose poems for special events and occasions. Wow. The, uh, the alumni includes the likes of Alfred Tennyson, Cecil Day-Lewis, William Wordsworth, et al. Uh, David Bottoms, though, he was Poet Laureate of Georgia from 20, 2000 to 2012. His, his first book was called Shooting Rats at the Bibb County Dump. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're looking at down there. I've, I wouldn't be at all surprised to see now the appointment of a rapper to Poet Laureate. And I get <laughs> oh, yeah. some of it is quite poetic, but most of it's just yelling variations of your own name over the top of yesteryear's Billboard chart toppers, isn't it? Jason Derulo. Yep. Hey, I saw another one of his collections. It's called In a U-Haul North of Damascus. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. What did he pass away from? Just 73. Yeah, I mean, we... Yeah, just old age. It used to be just called old age, didn't it? Passing away. Um, yeah, you just. I know you. I know you just assume the vax. Well, yeah, but, um, it is. It's triple vaxed. That's what did it. I've already pretty much. Oh got man, that. he had a pre, he had a progressive palsy, super nuclear. Fuck, that's full on. Oh yeah, rare neurodegenerative disease. I'd Oof. never look how he died. Not that interesting for me. I'd like to look at the positives. <laughs> We're getting back into some more abuse here, mate. For the for the people who don't want to hear it, fucking sign up to Patreon. Won't have to. This is from Tyson. Remember the epic old mate who told the FAs to go deeper? Well, you tip rat should as well. Come on, Damo. Get that soy latte money out of your bizzly crop top. Put some blue clouts in these cunts nail bags for a change. <laughs> Boy, Blake, what are you ladies up to? Instead of trying to splash some hospitality to travelling tucks, heck try using some of that scrap copper money somewhere useful. Your card details change ages ago. Poof. <laughs> Tyson, works, Tyson works on sites. I've met him before. He <laughs> most certainly does. That out. <laughs> yeah. A, a written message that begins with oi. Yeah. I love oi. Oi Blake. <laughs> and then ladies when clearly they're not. This next message is from Emily. Dear Josh, stop spending your money on the grade cricketer pod and support the boys, you stingy motherfucker, or you might find yourself on the low-income single dad car's Facebook page and we all know what we think of that page. Love, M. <laughs> that is, Emily, big clap here. That's good. At Nick I Cody think- HQ. That Facebook page and Instagram page may be some of the best quality uh, content. Have you seen oh, it yeah. before, Heggy? No. I haven't seen it. It's Although just I do recall fucking... Emily sending a cracker message last time. Yeah, Emily's harsh. Um, yeah. It is. It's a great check it out. Low income single dad cars. It's just pictures of shit cars, and they've made up stories from the uh, from the view of a low income single dad. Nice. Oh, I might have seen it. It's, fu- it's fucking ago. dark. It's been around it for a while. It is Get dark. Straight on and after this. Now this next one, Robert. I pre-read this one and. Uh, Get ready, Heggy. We both top it here. All right. This is from Robert. All right, you penny-pinching, chair-sniffing, brat-style collectors. It's time to cough up and pay the rent. Nicky, Cody, needs you to sling him a bit of your hard-earned, presumably so he can score another month's membership in Andrew Tate's Hustler University. (laughs) And Heggy could use a bit of that dosh too. His ghostwriter, Vince Sorrenti, doesn't come cheap. (laughs) I'm sick of paying my own way. 
just have this podcast spoiled by the memory that some tip rat muppet is cracking a smile each week on my dime. You pov dogs better start pulling your weight financially or I'm going to start demanding you freeloaders. Demar- sorry, demanding you freeloaders start pretending that I'm a 300-kilogram man who's just ruined an A380 <laughs> business class toilet and you're the lucky ever FA that gets to take care of the tidy up. Warm regards, Rob. They often end politely, these. I appreciate it. Rob has gone back in time. That is one of the earliest episodes, I think. Yeah. The, the big fat man who destroying toilets and just getting the FAs to clean up his <sighs> his ass. Early day. I reckon that may be in the first 20. We had Carl Chandler on. Yeah. Yeah, that's early. Single figures, I think. That's a long way back. All right. We're going to have to disappear some of these episodes, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Uh, next message is from Roshan. Times are tough, people, and given these fiscally challenging times, it's understandable those of us who are paid up already should carry the load to support the boys continuing to putting out red-hot content for us all to enjoy. Who am I kidding? Pay up, you scummy cunts, and transmission. Oh, he's turned it around, flipped it around. (laughs) Nice early, lure you in and then whack at that. (laughs) Final message in this block is from Ashby. Hey, Danny boy, you shorts in winter, motherfucker. Why don't you divert some of those landlord dividends you get from pilfering off the paws and send it to these two content lords? That way Cody can get a new puffer jacket and he can, can, can get a beret for Christmas. Oh, yeah, and happy birthday, you crispy shoelace albino. <laughs> I know some of those things were meant to be hurtful, Ashby, but I am a shorts in winter motherfucker and I will buy a new puffer, not a jacket, a vest. Please. Cheers, Ashby. We'll be back shortly with more abuse. It's poetry. Pretty much already got rappers and stuff being like, you know, it's been referenced here before at public functions of the Honourable President of the USA introducing the likes of Little Pimp to perform for all the people gathered at his function. That's, That's right. That's pretty much a modern poet laureate, isn't it? Yeah, it's just real out. I get keys to the city and stuff. Fucking hell! What a time. Anyway, there was another notable death from uh, March twenty twenty three. One of your heroes and mentors, Australian comedian, radio and TV presenter, Doug Mulray. Oh yeah, he um, <laughs> he did stints over at Two AW, Triple J, and Triple M. Sounds like you. You say Triple M. Mulray, pretty well known for his bawdy humour and charismatic larrikinism with his style of free quips, parodies and unbridled naughtiness. You, you, you. <laughs> In, um, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I've seen him as the host of a TV show and yeah. I love, you know what, they say that People are more progressive now. There's no TV host with that head and that body anywhere now. Oh, no, absolutely not. And uh, <laughs> an ugly fat bloke. Ugly. Couldn't ugly get near a fucking. <laughs> unmentionable. Fat's made a bit of, bit of a move, but ugly. Not, not, hosting, not hosting TV. No, probably not. You've um, got to look like our mate, Osher. You've, you're pretty, you've sort of, you're, you're probably referring to 1992. Um, what became the most notable incident of his career, Uncle Doug was hosting Funniest Home Videos spin-off, Australia's naughtiest home videos for a season. Like you, you hosted Funniest Home Videos. This is you. Hey, it was 20 to 1. After um, <laughs> 34 minutes on air, Kerry Packer rang up the station and said, get this shit off now. So Doug was banned for life from Channel 9 for that. I remember seeing a bit of it because it was a bit of a hullabaloo. Mm. So I watched it and it was just gross. There was some guy with maggots in his mouth or something. I think that's what. I think that was the last straw. That was the last thing. No, no. The the last clip. I think I've oh, got it here. That's right. Yeah, it was. One must be very careful about videos like this next lot because they all feature the bosoms, firm, pert, alabaster. <laughs> Fun bags. We apologise for this interruption. Yeah. Unfortunately, a technical problem prevents us continuing our scheduled program for the moment. 
Imagine your last words on a network being fun bags. <laughs> it's probably his last words on earth, really. Yeah. They um they re aired that, that uh, the, the yeah. entire episode in two thousand and eight. Oh great. And it probably wasn't that bad. No. It was an attempt to get some of the national audience and after Kerry had died, uh Doug yeah. refused to go back on it. Anyway. Died of liver cancer earlier this year. Rip Dougie. Um the uh the incident Whoa, taking some getting to this. Air India has uh, Air India has notably ploughed not one but two planes into Mont Blanc <laughs> in France, <laughs> about a couple of hundred meters away from each other. Amazing. Um, both on their way to Geneva. Is that the ink in those pens? Is just fucking jet fuel? Is it? Yeah. Fuck. Crazy stuff. In 1950, in stormy weather, Air India Flight 245 aboard the Malabar Princess whacked into Mont Blanc uh, on approach to Geneva. Four dozen holy ghosts shimmied up to heaven that day. Um, the other incident was 1966, and it was reported that the pilot thought he'd passed the mountain and started to descend, but indeed had not. But, by the way, for some reason, if a, dozen, if a dozen people have died, that's fine. But if you say a couple or three or four, it, for some reason... It that just sounds like you're talking about eggs. Four dozen. Yeah. Gears yeah. <laughs> four dozen deaths yeah. at Mont Blanc. Thanks, mate. Well, f- even more here. Um, yeah, hadn't hit it. He hit the massive at full speed. Although there was a theory that an explosion occurred in the cargo hold as the wreckage was spread out. They never found the black box. How's that go? And the only, the only 117 people who could tell them anything we're all God's angels from that day forth. So still a secret now. If it was a bomb or not. Hard terrain to go and find a black box there. Oh. Um anyway, Air India, this is the No best. one's bl- yeah, it's it's one of the one of those ones that no one's blaming you if you can't find it, you know? Yeah. I mean, surely now there's there's a tracker in a black box. You can just find it. But then mountains and everything. We watched that we watched the doco on that free climber. The even crazier one than the other bloke yeah. who's on the spectrum. Yeah. But the one that just went, fuck, we've got to get to the top of this thing in Alaska. Yeah. And shit weather came in. Now they can't find them. They're like, well, they're up there somewhere. Yeah, I know they are. But Snow. Yeah. They haven't got a an EPIRB going off the whole time. Like they're just dickheads. Yeah. If you've got a black box, surely you put an air tag or something in there. I can find <laughs> my fucking bag when it goes to a different city. <laughs> You, hold on. Are you at are you at an air tag in luggage level of yes technology now? That's exactly where I am. Oh, nice. Yeah. So when wow. you go to the counter, they say we don't yeah. know where your bag is. You go, well, I fucking do. It's in Darwin. Go get it. <laughs> There's talk of them not really liking that because it is a lithium battery inside that little thing. But oh, is it? Let's face it. That well, it's a little yeah. watch battery in there. I mean, you can yeah. chuck a watch and you like it. No, it's, they don't like it because of people like me coming up telling them where my fucking bag is. Of, of course. It's like um, now they've added no, it's like no vaping on planes. You go, come on. That's not the same. I know. They just, yeah. They'll pin anything. They don't want you to do something. They'll pin it on something else. Usually it's pedophilia or something. No one comes home. It's like, fuck, man, your hair smells of mango and watermelon. Yeah. Have you been around vapors? No. Oh, I wouldn't like people vaping on a plane I'm on. Not having that. I don't really like it in a room. Maybe a few little polite ones. Not those big plumes. Not the big plumes like those people. There's like, um, they're doing like vape tricks almost and try and make shapes and stuff. You don't want it that big. No, I don't want but it. But a couple all. little, let this bloke have a puff before he starts punching. I don't want people chewing bubble gum and breathing <laughs> in my face. I don't want that fucking smell. Just leave it. Wait till you get there. Um, our hero today, though, March 2023, pretty fresh. Uh, Ratnaka Dwivedi, 37 years old. He's an NRI, non-resident Indian. It's a term that refers to an Indian citizen who resides outside India 182 days every financial year. Ah. Ratnaka was living in the US. To avoid tax or something? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's something like that. Of course it is. Um, he's a management expert. Sounds made up to me. 
<laughs> I, I don't know what's worse out of making up one for yourself, like some people do with nicknames, like one of the saddest fucking compliments that uh, saddest sort of concepts of self-identifying alpha men have embraced or like occupying a position where you've been given an inflated title to distract you from the low salary and benefits. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't mean Mate, like it's a got, number it's got expensive. Of yeah, of course. But that, that does have uh, expensive consultant written all over it. I don't know. You'll, you'll, I mean, I think you might change oh, your mind. So no. the, the company he works for would charge the company this bloke's helping a lot of money. Yeah, probably. He's a management expert. I mean, you could be that and run a fucking mixed business if you want. Um, I don't go for that zany shit either, number ninja for an account and all that sort of thing or that, <laughs> you know, try to make employees feel like part of a wacky family unit rather than cogs <laughs> of a machine owned by billionaire philanthropists in built-up shoes. Um, I mean, like a, you know, like a corporate district regional head of advisory strategist when you're a fucking salesman. That's how they get you. Pretty much anyone who's not a comedian, and indeed a lot of blokes who are, should just be forced to say they're salesmen when they're asked what they do for a job. <laughs> I mean, sales. Yeah, we all are, mate. Yeah. You're all fucking salesmen. Respect it more. All right, we're back with some more abuse. Again, if you want to avoid it, surely by now you know what to do. I reckon by this point, they've either signed up to Patreon, Heggy. Well, they've just quit altogether. Yeah, so we're just yelling this into the ether. Whatever. But enjoy this one. This is from Paul. Do the math. It's not the cost of a coffee per week, not even the fancy coffees that Cody has delivered to the studio or the expensive soy decaf mockers that Heggy has when he's visiting Melbourne. For definitely wrong in the second half of that. <laughs> Don't know what you're getting delivered there. I, I've not had a coffee in some time, but he's spot on. It's not the cost of a coffee per week. No. Nah. That's the uh, general basket of goods. It's the cost of one Perth coffee per month. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is that what they're doing over there? Oh, mate. Coffees. It's too, too far away from everything. This one is uh, from Graham. To all you freeloading cunts, pay up. I vote for doing away with the free feed. Why should they get the joy of listening to two masters? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. At work, bouncing off each other, freeloading, scum-sucking fucks. Pay up. <laughs> sorry, for my, sorry for the way I was reading that. There wasn't a lot of punctuation. You get the gist. It was angry. This is from Kez. Oh, I need the. I do appreciate that people are in the message right when I need to get the toy ready. Yeah. A- Andy works in the arts and is a freeloading prick to the pod. He has enough cash to smoke 50 rollies a day, not work whilst his girlfriend Cass supports his musical talents in quotations, and have a total of three failed proposal attempts to his missus. He has the gall to whinge that the arts aren't supported while stealing your pod like a scumbag cunt. Put your hand in your pocket and support the boys. Andy, you shit bloke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Three, mate, also at some point, three failed proposal attempts. I don't, I'm not sure, Kez, I need more information there. Or Andy, just join the Patreon, send us a message. There's a lot but I wonder if that's three. There, yeah. You know, going on a long hike, I'm going to pop the question at the top of a mountain and it starts to rain. Or has it been no, no, no? Yeah. And he, he's just pushing through. He got the hiccups at the last second. <laughs> the, the pilot had a heart attack with the sky riding. Something. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to know too. This one is from uh, Tom. To a good friend, colleague, most importantly, the tightest cunt walking around on two feet, Jezza. You'll happily pay premium coin to watch a stepmom getting done by your stepson's stepfriend while stepdog walker watches. But you won't support the boys that give you the most pleasure. 
Listen here, Jess, you freelancing bottom feeding fuckhead. Get your hand off it, grab a mirror, and give some pennies to the boys, you tight cunt. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Hope Jess's mum and family don't listen. Oh, I've never had a bloke give out his mate's porn history. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brutal. Thanks very much, Tom. Next up, Tim. Pete and Penny, you both know it's time. I cut my nights off at 10 o'clock so these legends can pump out A-grade entertainment. Pete, try mixing that dirt by fuel a little leaner and Penny, run that kiln 10 degrees lower. The combined <laughs> savings should be more than enough to fund Cody's frequent dad escape trips to Murica and Heggie's annual barley B-day bash bonanza. You know you enjoy the villas, Mr. Heggie. Sincerely, 10 o'clock Timmy. P.S. Any other freeloading blunderfucks that can't make the commitment, grow up, fucking dogs. <laughs> That's a, that was like a maxi bond there. Oh, very good. A lot in that. And two very different sides to that message. Quite nice yes. to his mates. And then uh, on the general population, pay him. Love it. Back with more soon. Uh, anyway, 10 hours into the flight, Rat Nacker, he went to one of the toilets in the middle of the plane. And uh, that's what we are just talking about. A smoke alarm started sounding soon after. Sounds like Rat Nacker's got a bit of trouble managing his own addictions. A uh, couple of cheeky darts in the toilet, stock standard. What? I mean, I've heard that 10 hours is quite a long time without a dart, even though I've just gone over 48 years without one myself. <laughs> Flight attendant Shilpa Mishra went to investigate with other crew members. Even that sounds trumped up, doesn't it? Investigate. What, they fucking Columbo just opened the door, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. There's investigating. There's no... Man, our radio show at the minute has a, a fucking, we've hired a PI. To like help someone out, an actual one, track a cheating, yeah, to track a cheating partner. Yep, they've come in and told us the story, and I'm like, I I reckon the PI has got this sorted with everything you've just told. It's not going to be a hard day. What he just already knows. He'll 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 have that done before recess. Should do, but he's going to have to drag it out. But just these people too coming on and going, he's cheated before. He changes his phone password eight times a day. Um, anytime I come into the office, he slams the laptop closed and sets it on fire. You go, hold on. <laughs> I reckon you already know the answer. What are you waiting for? Have you got a lot of them? You got a lot of, are you conducting a cheating? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of this shit at all. But um, It's pretty grim. Fuck, it's so grim. Like, is that a common theme across the whole, it's just now, just like this couple of weeks or something? Or it's yeah, all the time? Yeah, it's happening. Oh, right we on. spoke to someone who's going to be the, the client. It used to be that TV show, but then people started fucking killing each other and stuff, didn't they? <laughs> cheaters. Yeah. Cheaters. Yeah. Even that fucking annoys me. It's cheats, <laughs> you fuckwits. Cheaters are animals. <laughs> uh, anyway, they've mounted a full-scale investigation, <laughs> meaning they open the toilet I door. Love, I love the idea you get busted on that show. You go, do I look like an African fast cat? <laughs> <laughs> you I fucking what you meant idiots. to say is I'm a cheat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've, uh, they've opened up the toilet door to find Ratnacker holding a blue lighter in his hand. The um, <laughs> crew took away his lighter, which uh, sent him into a rage. They've, they've dobbed on him to the pilot too. He's... He started yelling and verbally abusing them, probably some cussing while he was at it. We're left to speculate. Mm. Don't know what it was. Um, Ratnacker got sent back to his seat and given a warning by the captain, both verbal and written, so he means business. Also, I reckon the captain on this flight's punching some darts. Yeah, probably. He probably sent – he probably <laughs> – If you don't immediately turn the plane around or fucking have him arrested for having a – it means you're darting. Yeah. Isn't that the old, um, the definition of an alcoholic is someone that drinks more than their doctor? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's all relative. You probably wrote the note on a fag paper, said that down to him. <laughs> yeah, on the little, the little silver foil pulled yeah. off the top of his fresh pack. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, 
I mean, it's a good way to make, if you're in the market for making some confetti, you should give someone who's misbehaving on a plane some paper. (laughs) Here it is. Um, He was, uh, he calmed down for a little while. But you know how some people get sent to a naughty corner and calm down? Breathing returns to normal. They think the whole thing through and move on. While others spend their time in a naughty corner seething and Mm. becoming even more enraged than they were in the first place. Please tell me this is Ratnacker. Ratnacker, yeah, plotting the most objectionable next move. Uh, Ratnacker was definitely of that persuasion. He um, eventually, after many minutes of seething, he just he got up, walked over to an overwing exit door, and tried to open it. That seems a bit drastic to me. Over a confiscated toy. By the way, also, man, he's got to pick a side because he was smoking in an enclosed, you know, plane toilet. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's going from the worst smell, the worst smelling space with cigarette smoke in it to wanting the freshest air he could ever have. Oh, yeah. Which one do you want, Rat Knacker? Maybe it was one of those sarcasm. All right, you want me to go outside to do it? You want me to go outside? I'll go outside. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll go outside. Good. <laughs> like a child. Or ma- maybe he smokes menthols and he wanted one of nature's menthols. <laughs> Cold air coming fast. Like a Winnie Red who just turned into a menthol at that altitude. <laughs> My way of finding out. Um, he, uh, the crew and other passengers jumped in to stop him. That's a good, again, good opportunity to throw some punches oh. guilt-free. Um, I reckon, though, if you wanted to take that offer up yourself, Nicholas J. Cody, if you ever saw someone trying to open the door, they could probably charge you with assault because you already know the door can't be opened. You're just punching a bloke for fun. Oh, but yeah. If you, hospitalize someone for that they could go actually he's just punching it you have to delete the entire back catalog of this podcast there are too many references to the phenomenon (laughs) mate first move yeah and the good thing is is after this many episodes we've we've got listeners that wouldn't snitch you know no one's posting a snippet of an episode they've downloaded later well you fucking hope not but there's there's snitches everywhere so, I mean, it's the same way it's wise to keep a clean record when it comes to any form of violence. So when the time arises, you can pretty much lay waste to someone once and you'll be all right. <laughs> Just pick a good one. <laughs> that is, it's true. You really need that, yeah, the clean record. Oh, absolutely. To but probably then, kick I, off. I mean, on top of that, just to make sure they don't think anything of you, you've got to use improvised weapons like an umbrella to the balls like a rolled-up magazine to the throat so it looks like you haven't thought too much about it. Mm. Tell you what, if I'm ever in the shit. All right. Next block of uh, abuse for you people. This is from Rowan. You freeloading cunts are worse than listening to poor Ric Flair trip over his fake Seppo teeth. Oh, Let's here we go. Do it. Oh, no. Let's do it. Woo! I fucking bet you took the opportunity to take your super out to buy a dirt bike slash jet ski slash coke during the pandemic, but now can't pay up to help the boys. Fucking skull some woo energy and make us. Oh come on, Americans. Eggie! What's that? Come on, Eggie! Give it a bit. Fucking skull some what? Fucking skull some woo <laughs> energy and make us a new land larrikins episode at the very least. Jesus loves you. I think you're a cunt. <laughs> By the way, a Ric Flair woo from from Paris is going to get you kicked out. You're going to be back in Sydney in a couple of days. Uh, yeah. I just wake, wake up people probably. <laughs> this next message is from Chris. Let's get Heggy to Bali. Come on, you freeloading fucks. Why wouldn't you want to see Luke shotgunning a bintang in the middle of a sweat-filled Cooter nightclub? Oh. Stop being a bunch of tight-ass fucks and chip in what it's worth to see Heggy suffer in the eighth state of this great bogan nation. <laughs> Yuck. I don't know what's happened because we're sitting around that 800 mark. You said a very long time ago, Heggy, 1,000 Patreon members, you will go to Bali. I think yeah. I might just have to put it up. I'm, I'm just going to put it up as one of those we'll pledges. Not get there. So I'm Quite the opposite. By the time this is out, the pledge will be up. And I nah. might even make another level lower than toilet just to get it over the line. Fudge nah. the stats. <laughs> we'll be right. This is from Mark. Gregory, you cheap cunt. I know you're usually tighter than a fish's arsehole and take more sick, day- sick days than Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. But now, 
you've lodged your tax return and claimed your desk job required you to travel more kilometres than the Voyager 1, maybe you could use some of that cash from T. Payer to sling Cody's and Frenchie's way, you cunt of a man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Next message is from Michael. There are a few things in life that shit to take advantage of because they're free. Your mum, for example. Also, Midfly Brawl free podcasts. Or tucking your tackle between your legs and prancing around in front of the mirror like <laughs> Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs, telling yourself you'd fuck you. One of the greatest scenes in movie history, by the way, so I know. <laughs> I'd fuck me. <laughs> You're a great big fat person. Or if you listen to Midflight Brawl week after week on your way to work in your shitty Mitsubishi... <laughs> labia hybrid and don't throw the fellas a few bucks then you're just a barnacle on the ship of life a boil on the ass of society grow up go to patreon.com and redeem your filthy ways maggots very good good message finally for this blog from Callum Lev congratulations once again on becoming a dad and congratulations on being the only dad I know to take their newborn son to a midweek race meet at Canterbury Racetrack start them young I say to all the other men in the group chat who still listen to this but don't support the boys at MFBHQ, you were weak gutted dogs as kids and you're weak gutted dog persons now. <laughs> Best wishes, Shad. <laughs> My one phone call will be to Conrad. Hey, mate. <laughs> Episode 177, about 30 minute mark. <laughs> Can you put some farts over that bit where we're dreaming about bashing someone and getting away with it? <laughs> anyway, so um, mate, I wonder if you'd be this um, man, the private investigator thing. We had a phoner on the show the other day. Have you ever used one? And a woman called it. It's all I thought it'd be all cheating shit. Yeah. But someone said we hadn't heard from our brother in a while. Yeah. And then put in a missing persons thing. Nothing happened. We're like, what is going on? They couldn't find him after a year and a half and they tracked him down. He'd been in jail. Oh, right. Didn't, didn't want to tell anyone. Sweet. Good on him. <laughs> I love the idea of that. Just... I'd, I'd try to pull that. Just your one call a week as to one of your family. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. So during the fracas, he uh, kicked another passenger while yelling and screaming. The crew and the passengers, though, right. managed to overpower Ratnacker. Uh, while being held down, though, he told another passenger, who was a doctor, that he was on medication and it was in his bag. The um, doctor went to check his bag. What was the only thing he found in there? Darts. An e-cigarette. Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have I mean, the lighter then? A lot of them would cook. Well, I think he was on the darts, <laughs> ran out, switched to you know, join the future. <laughs> they still around. Oh, no. break. Was that all his carry-on, by the way? I was think it just, I don't Was it just E6? <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. Oh, that'd be good. It's a backpack with just a oh. packet of darts and an e-cigarette in it. Yeah. Or a nice, like a, a four-wheel rolling Samsonite bit of luggage that slides in perfectly into an overhead. Beautiful, you yeah. know. A few hundred bucks, they just open it up. <laughs> One fucking blueberry ice e-cig. <laughs> I mean, e-cigs sound, that sounds even more sinister than vaping. It's the same thing, isn't it? E-cigarettes are vapes. Yeah. They've just gone yeah. with vape because it sounds so cute. Went with that. Yeah. Shift more units to kids. Uh, Ratnacker was refusing to calm down, so the doctor gave him two injections. Didn't say what to help him calm down. How's that go? Look, I've never, never tried it. But I reckon cruising through security with some syringes would not end well for the likes of us. <laughs> what do you do? Can you just show your medical license? At the security, get some needles through. Or do you reckon planes have some tranks on board? They, oh, the, surely they would. They got tranquilizers on a plane. Yeah. How come we haven't heard of that? It's weird. It'd be in a medical kit. There'd be epipens. There'd be some sort of needle, surely, in case they have to do something big. Oh, there'd be an epipen. We need to ask. I mean, you know, flight attendants. Anyone listening? Get in touch. Yeah. Just one of you, one at a time, and uh, tell us if there's tranquilizers. <laughs> On your plane, would you, yeah, what you if, wouldn't be qualified what if you to got? use it as an FA either, would you? You can't just give people injections. You've got to be a doctor, mate. I I think if someone's kicking off, just go go for the side of the neck. 
action movie style. Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> well, if they do, it should be preloaded into a gun like you do to an animal of prey on the loose from the zoo. Maybe blow a dart <laughs> pipe or something more interesting than a regular syringe. <laughs> Trying to get down an elephant. You know, those blow pipes. Do you ever make that as a kid? Mm. little conical oh, bit of paper man. with a pin? Fuck. Oh, vicious. Not, not shooting a pin out. Yeah. Are you shooting pins out of there? Well, kid, I wasn't Fuck. personally. Kid in my class was. Fucking hurt too. No, nah, we'd, we'd do the empty out the by run, little spitballs. Oh, spitballs, yeah. Little, yeah. Kid stuff. <laughs> the potato gun of, of blow darts. This was like a tiny dot. I've of- told it on here before. I almost lost my head to a fucking potato gun. Yeah. <laughs> my mate filled it with the spray. Like, what's the spray he was putting in the pipe? WD-40 or something. It was just spraying shit in there. And then he had the little clicker. Yeah. And he's pointed it up and it had an orange in there and it's going click, 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 click. And he goes, oh, fuck. Have a look at Something's there, happened. And he pointed it at me, my mate Novak, and I ducked down and went, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, it's not working. Clicks it. Tunk. Over my head. Oof. Because I was ducked down. It was right at head height, but a fucking orange at speed. <laughs> Could have done an episode about you on here. <laughs> <laughs> With someone else. Um the uh, the injections didn't do anything, and he had to be tied up by his hands and feet for the remainder of the flight. Um, probably out of date. The syringes need to be used more, <laughs> don't they? Like that stuff goes off. I don't of know. Like I've, I'm curious to know how that goes. Um, AI Air India submitted a detailed report to the to the regulator. They've been on the front foot since copping shit about not acting to protect passengers in those two separate 2022 incidents of Indian blokes pissing on passengers. Covered in a previous episode of this, this very podcast. Don't know what mm. number. Find out for yourselves. Was it, it was uh, a live one, I believe. It was a live one. It was golden, Sydney? Golden shower one. I don't know. Somewhere. Yeah. Sydney or Melbourne. Uh, anyway, when they got to Mumbai, his status changed drastically. I bet it did. Status arrested. Ratnacker told police he was heading to Mumbai to look into a singing career. So that is quite the pivot. <laughs> I don't have any management experts dream of being singers. Maybe that's what a management oh. expert is, a singer. I don't know. How would we? It's got real uh, David Brent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David oh. Brent written all over it. <laughs> Get the guitar. Um, Entertainer first. Good good place for it though. I don't reckon Mumbai has that many singers. Uh, when, when he said this, the police asked him to sing and he told them. Oh, fuck. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's good, isn't it? And that he told is, them. That's really good. <laughs> Go on then. Yeah. I'm not speeding in my mini. I'm off to the circus. All right. Juggle. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, mate, there was a – by the way, you say that. There was an NFL NFL player um, who got busted fucking fanging 3 o'clock in the morning, 225K an hour. Yeah. Um, just said he had a, had a dog emergency. Did he? Yeah. Have Rookie wide receiver. 200 – no. Nah. Right. His dog was having an emergency at his residence. Okay. So instead of – Calling someone, he drove his Lamborghini. Wow. You want a job done properly. 225k an hour. Do it yourself. Yeah. Um, it's a dog or He right? released a public apology. Released a public apology saying that he made a mistake and used poor judgment. I recognize and own that. I'm going to learn from this and not repeat the behavior. I'm truly sorry. Which I assume is not about the speeding, but buying a Lamborghini while still in your rookie season. Yeah. It was about getting caught. Not the smartest use of fucking cash. Lamborghini, wanker. Uh, yeah, they told him to sing and he told them he was training to be a rapper. That seemed to cover it. Oh, Rappers don't need to sing. <laughs> Got to remember their own names, don't they? <laughs> Yell them over music. Training, that's where the story falls apart. Training to be a singer, training to be a rapper. Training, don't think so. <laughs> they always need, you know, they need something harsh to happen in their past to to rap about, you know, 50 Cent, shot nine times, still breathing. Yeah. Ratnacker's got the fucking bashed on a plane over darting in the toilet. 
Do you think you can manufacture it? Like those comedians who drag themselves up out of the gutter, but it turns out they never really were homeless, that sort of stuff. <laughs> I reckon you get caught out. Wasn't your fellow broadcaster, um, uh, Kyle Sanderlands, didn't he, wasn't he claiming homelessness at some stage? Yeah, Spending I've heard. On the streets or yeah, something. but still, hey, you want to be technical. Yeah, why not? In that case, I've been homeless a few times myself. Oh, man, I've been homeless heaps. <laughs> Kebab in the hand, sun in my face. It's not pretty. Homelessness is not good. <laughs> when I was a young bloke, I was homeless from about 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. most Saturday nights. <laughs> yeah, it goes from, all right, boys, I'm going to catch the last train to yeah. being two minutes late to fuck, now I'm homeless. Yeah. Slippery slope in it. <laughs> I fell through the cracks, but I dragged myself back. <laughs> On the first train. Or the, in Brizzy, did you have the Night Rider, the Night Rider bus? Uh, I don't believe so. I think it's last train. Oh, fuck. That was, yeah, that was Melbourne for a while. I think trains run fairly late here now, but it used mm. to be after a certain time, they had the Night Rider bus every 40 minutes or an hour yeah. from a certain spot in the city, and it would do the, it'd do the train. Yeah. Um, train that would line be back. the worst route to be a bus driver on. Oh, man. <laughs> I'd wear a fucking bomb disposal suit. They must have Just be sitting security up the front. on it. They must have a, a guard on it or a cop or something on that. Like you can't put oh, some 2 a.m., you know, 80 of them together. Do you think they've got bus marshals? They've got to. Like, Just a bloke with a, yeah, a fucking tight. Taser. The short back and sides. Yeah. Like a retired forces guy. They love those jobs. Fat bloke mid-40s holding a cheeseburger. You go to bash the driver and he hops up. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a gun. Oh, you reckon they'd be undercover? Yeah. The freeway marshal got me. Like leaning against the wall, pretending to be asleep with one eye open, ready to bash. Yeah, I, don't reckon this, I don't reckon this bloke with the tucked-in polo has been to a nightclub tonight. Yeah. Um, Ratnacker was given the, op- the option to either pay a fine of 25,000 rupees, which is $304, or go to jail. He chose oh. to go to Don't jail. Don't tell me, not jail. Oh, man, he's getting rap cred. Yeah. Fuck, immediately. Do you think now he's, he's just been building in jail. that catalogue of back. hardship? <laughs> <laughs> now he's got to rap an album down the line on yeah. the prison phone. When he did it, he says a two-stretch, it was just two days. Did a two-stretch <laughs> down in Mumbai Penitentiary. <laughs> Yo, uh, it's unclear how long it was for. His reasoning was he did, an, he did an online search for the fine that he's booked for and saw that it was usually only 250 rupees, $3, making him a political prisoner. Um, that's his management training probably. Also, this is where he's lost me. He went from, fuck, this guy's building some fucking credit yeah, to, he's to just being handling. a tight ass, <laughs> in which he can't be a tight ass rapper. It's a, no. The number one blame. rule is fucking bl- blow the cash. Yeah. <laughs> First and only rule, isn't it? Start screaming yeah. and just throwing money around. Uh, <laughs> Scoot. Like someone's, someone's trying to grift you though. You've got to stand up for yourself as a manager and draw a line in the sand. Jail or $300, not such a conundrum for most of us. If I was a management expert, I reckon I'd have $300 in the bank. <laughs> Oh, that's for a sure. Fucking dumb decision. Uh, anyway, that's about. Oh, that's, but maybe, that's, maybe that's why he thought to go to jail because he'd he'd save money, and that was to go towards his rap career. Mm. He's like that, you know, that three hundred and fifty dollars. That was going to be a couple of bottles of Grey Goose with sparklers coming out the top. Yeah, in the VIP section, when I'm with the ladies. Yeah, I mean, if that's funding a rap career, yeah. I can cop that, but like manufacturing, you know, manufactured pop's always been around, like just, yeah. you know, those fucking boy bands and shit. But rap, I must be here now, but like that is so much less genuine than manufactured pop. Like trying to oh. just manufacture a rap career. I'm sure everyone's doing it. Yeah. Like it's the one thing they've got is jail and grubbery and violence and stuff in their backgrounds to be a rapper. I love the ones that genuinely lean into that as well. Lean into And then you've what? got your ludicrous types into the grubbery. Yeah. 
Um, then you got Ludacris. Um, Christian Rap. Who, no, no, no. A proper rapper. Unbelievable. Yeah. And now he goes by, I think it's Christopher Bridges or something when he's acting. Oh, okay. Yep. Of course. Yeah, yeah Chris, Christopher Brian Bridges. Pivot up, a bit like you. What's your acting name? Nicholas J. Cody. <laughs> I mean, when you get credits on any of these fucking shows, if you get on them, put Nicholas J. Cody. Great. Um, whatever. What's never been mentioned, though, in all. Holy shit. Hold on. Ludacris, I just saw. I just looked up his Wikipedia just to make sure I had the Christopher Bridges right. Um, his cousin is Richard Pryor. Cousin? Is he? How old's Ludacris? Yeah. Older, co- older cousin, obviously. Only 45. Man, Richard Pryor is a full generation and a half older. Yeah, yeah. He would have been about 83 or something now. Well, this doesn't check out for me. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what hasn't been mentioned at all in any of this, though, or any in my memory, is uh, Big Tobacco's part in these style stories. Sure, they're going to contribute a bit of cash toward the long, slow, painful and expensive deaths of the people they've sold darts to. But the less quantifiable costs, like the bashings and diversions caused by nicotine cravings, rarely rate a mention in the big picture. Do you think that should be maybe, a you know, Siggies have gone up two bucks a pack or whatever, but it's going into a fund, like a legal fund, for when people aren't allowed to smoke them? And they do, yeah. It's like, hey. For sure. You've, you've supported us. We'll help you. Well, it should go to the victims of crime, like the flight attendants who have to get kicked in the fucking shins by these pricks, stuff like that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it says more about me, doesn't it, that I thought they'd use the tax to help the person who's committed the crime rather than the victim of <laughs> What, to get him off for lawyers? You'd give it straight to <laughs> yeah. lawyers, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> but I, th- I think cigarette anxiety accounts for an awful lot of aggression out in society. Ask, like ask any spouse of someone who's attempting to give it up, see what they'd prefer. They're like, nah, should just keep smoking and die if this is the alternative. Better be a widow <laughs> than a live with a permanent grump. What a prick. <laughs> the best bit is my, my parents will be listening to this episode. My dad will be darting in the car for this exact reason. Yeah, or sitting in a parked car. Love uh, you, Dad. No, oh, you wouldn't smoke in front of mum in the car anymore. You can't, 2023. Yeah. <laughs> G'day, Jeff. Um, <laughs> Love you, Dad. Keep up the darts, mate. Yeah. Uh, that winds it up. This end, mate. Not much more from Ratnacker. It's too mate. fresh. Hopefully his rap career takes off. Good luck, buddy. Oh, I cannot wait to hear. Hopefully we can hit him up on some sort of social media. Yeah. Go, please, give us give us a song. We'll play it. Do it. Do an intro for it. You know, do a track. Do a mid-flight brawl track. Oh, man. I don't think I could cop that. Not rap. <laughs> Nearly anything else. We're not having a rap chat but on rap. Yeah. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the pod, telling your mates, leaving reviews, all that good stuff. We've got live shows coming up. Sydney, September 9. Yes. Saturday, September 9. We'll be at Kinsellis. Uh Tickets may, yeah, they'd be close to gone now. I would think so. They've been flying out the door. What time this comes out? Sucked in. Patreon.com slash midflybrawl. If you want to support the app and you're sick of hearing the abuse, hop on there. We've got a massive back catalogue of Land Larrikins, our spin-off podcast episodes. Get early ad-free access to this pod, early access to live ticket sales and much more. Thanks again for listening. Heggy, what do you got coming up? Nothing. You're just in France. Nah, I'm on holidays, mate. Sitting around. When I hit when I get back, hit the ground running. Back to good chat for a trial show, September 2 slash 3. So get around that Straight if you're in, in. Brisbane. Got to be pretty grim though. Know your expectations. Get up there for that <laughs> if you want. Who you'll cares? Be, you'll be there with a beret on, smoking inside with your croissant. Oh, yeah. Straight off the plane. That's exactly what Feeling I'm doing. fresh. Yeah. Some mime. <laughs> that's I'm introducing a, that's you. some mime to my new act. <laughs> you just held the middle finger at all of us for an hour. Yeah, and he everyone walked walks in the door, they're getting lassoed invisibly <laughs> to their seats. <laughs> All right, mate. Thanks for listening. See we'll see you next time. Bye.
Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 